Welcome to the Food Guides Podcast, a place where sufferers of heartburn, acid reflux, and more can learn from a community of dietitians and nutrition experts. Hello, Jason, and welcome everyone to the Food Guides Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about pelvic floor therapy. Recently on foodguides.com, one of our expert contributors wrote an article on pelvic floor therapy for bowel incontinence. And today we are going to highlight some key points from that article. Bowel or fecal incontinence is unfortunately a prevalent problem that can affect one's quality of life, making it difficult to do daily tasks and participate in social interactions. An IBS cohort study out of neurogastroenterology and motility reported that 14 to 20% of IBS sufferers experience fecal incontinence with adverse impacts noted on psychological symptoms, work productivity, as well as overall quality of life. People who suffer from fecal incontinence may have one or more of the following, a diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, a diagnosis of inflammatory bowel disease, which is ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, a history of a traumatic life event, sexual, physical, or emotional abuse, a traumatic childbirthing experience, and or perineal tearing or diastasis recti, or a history of surgery. Pelvic floor rehabilitation has been identified as a promising treatment for the correction of fecal incontinence, and research has shown positive results to promote pelvic floor rehabilitation as a frontline treatment alongside lifestyle modifications and medication use. Also known as pelvic floor muscle training, this type of physical therapy aims to strengthen the muscles of the pelvic floor, which support the bladder, uterus or prostate, and rectum. If these muscles are not functioning properly, it can lead to problems such as bowel incontinence. Pelvic floor therapy can help to control bowels in many ways. First, it can help to strengthen the muscles of the pelvic floor, which make it easier to hold both gas and feces. Second, it can help to improve the coordination of the pelvic floor muscles, which can help to improve bowel movements. Finally, it can also improve awareness of the pelvic floor muscles, which can make it easier to control them. In a 2019 randomized control trial of people suffering from fecal incontinence, participants that underwent pelvic floor therapy in conjunction with biofeedback therapy were five times more likely to report improvement in fecal incontinence symptoms compared to participants in the control group. There is additional research that supports these findings. What is pelvic floor rehabilitation? One technique is biofeedback therapy. This encompasses multiple modes of therapy. Biofeedback basically means you learn a greater awareness of physiological functions. You learn to become more aware of what your body is telling you to do. Biofeedback therapy improves strength and endurance of anal sphincter and pelvic floor muscles. It improves rectal sensitivity, and improves coordination of the anal sphincter. The most common type of biofeedback therapy is the use of electromyography or EMG. 
Intrarectal sensors and electrodes are used to gather data on contractions of the anus and pelvic floor. Other forms of biofeedback therapy includes the use of either ultrasound, rectal balloons, anorectal manometry, and digital guidance. The most common type of biofeedback therapy is the use of electromyography, or EMG. Intrarectal sensors and electrodes are used to gather data on contractions of the anus and pelvic floor. Other forms of biofeedback therapy includes the use of either ultrasound, rectal balloons, anorectal manometry, and digital guidance. Another technique is pelvic floor muscle training. The goal of this type of training is to improve muscle tone and correct use of pelvic floor muscles, but can also include training of the thoracic and abdominal muscles, which are also commonly used with defecating. Kegel exercises are commonly recommended and instructions are verbally given by a practitioner. Biofeedback is also used in conjunction with this form of treatment for fecal incontinence. A third technique that can be used is electrical stimulation. This type of treatment has the goal of enhancing the strength or endurance of striated muscle contractions. This treatment can increase blood flow to the muscle fibers, which will help with improving endurance. It also helps to transform fast twitch muscle fibers to slow twitch muscle fibers, which also improves endurance. Electrical stimulation is commonly used in conjunction with other forms of therapy, such as pelvic floor muscle training and biofeedback training. However, it can be used on its own as a single modality treatment. It is common for practitioners to provide bowel management education and retraining. Diet modifications may include increased fiber intake, specifically soluble fiber reduction of food triggers such as dairy, gluten, and FODMAPs, and increased water intake. Behavior modifications may include training individuals to obtain predictable bowel habits, teaching them posture and technique when defecating, and to identify proper timing of defecation in relation to activities to avoid incontinence situations. If you suffer from fecal incontinence and want to gain more control over this, speak with your medical provider or dietitian to see if pelvic floor therapy is an option for you. Our team of health and nutrition experts at foodguides.com are here to support our community of GERD, acid reflux, IBS sufferers, and those following the low FODMAP lifestyle. Keep up to date with foodguides.com on our social platforms Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Food Guides Help. And head over to foodguides.com to join our weekly newsletter for more bite-sized information straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening to the Food Guides podcast. Please take some time to visit us at foodguides.com where you'll find articles and information along with food and product recommendations from our growing community of dietitians and nutrition experts.